When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good afternoon and welcome everybody. This would be the Jeff Cameron Show on a libations Friday, sort of a pseudo Halloween edition. I'm Jeff, that's Tom. Great to be with you. Lucy Goosey Libations Friday, right before the big one against Clemson. Here we go. A lot to get to, a lot to talk about. Obviously happy to be here. You can find me on Twitter at Jay Cameron Show as well. Out of sorts over here, Tom. People have been messing with the mic. Just make sure you don't touch it in that spot where it goes pops. Yeah, it's zapped again. We'll have a power shortage. No, not another one. Not another one. Lee Sterling's set to join us in a little bit. And then I get to gloat again. My mom is um, just taking a beating this year in the picks. Oh, did you clean up last week? I think I did. I think I did. I didn't pay attention uh, to remember the games. I thought in the moment that you had a good slate of picks. Just in the moment as you guys were wagering, I thought, yeah, advantage son this week, not advantage mom. Right. Yeah. I don't think we kicked anybody out for uh, saying suck at Clemson, did we? No. You're allowed to say suck at Clemson. Um. (laughs) So, I mean, there might be filters on the YouTube channel. Ah, somebody was wondering about that. We aren't physically kicking you out for that. I mean, we can say suck at Clemson all we want. Uh, That clip, uh, did it make it over? Uh, it is. Oh, I, it we is. don't need it. I yeah. just, I just, I forgot. I mean, it's Clemson week. I people... didn't know if we were continuing to, you know, if we were going to continue to use it. Well, why wouldn't we? Oh, we will on Monday. That's what we're going to do. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but the entirety of that clip was an all-time great, and uh, and people, yeah. people want to know. It's the old, uh, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll play the whole thing <laughs> on Monday. After, yeah, 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 yeah. Old Jesse Palmer. Furious Jesse Palmer. Yeah, it's a fun. That's a, a fun clip. Still is to this day. I love this card. I love this weekend. I can't. I'm. I'm too antsy. I'm too pumped up. I've been talking about it all week long, and I'm just ready to see the game play out. There are so many dynamics in this game. We've kind of gone over them several times throughout the course of the week. Uh, it's fun to do. It's fun to vet. It's fun to kind of uh, go through all these things because I really, if you take. If you look at the game from a Clemson standpoint, you're factoring in a lot of questions uh, about uh, where is their head for this game, uh, how excited are they to play this football game, are they locked in, are they focused, Uh, have they figured something out against Florida State's defense here that uh, we haven't seen up to this point for them on offense uh, 
through the first uh, seven games. Uh, for Florida State, obviously, which is more of our focus, it's can you continue uh, this really positive stretch of football where you're making winning plays, you're playing hard together, you're clearly bought in, you have fought to get to a place now where this game absolutely means something. It's not just an afterthought the way we thought it would be when we were 0-4. Uh, this, this just felt like a funeral. Now it feels like a, a chance of a lifetime. Because if you go up to Clemson and you add to their woes and you continue uh, that stretch of football that I just alluded to, all of a sudden you're 4-4, four and four, and there would be two very different-looking 4-4s, four wouldn't there? There'd be ours and there'd be Clemson's, and they would look entirely different we would be elated to be 4-4. Four and four. We'd be talking about going to bowl games. We'd be talking about what are your chances, seriously, what are your chances of winning out? Uh, can you imagine that conversation? I don't, for a second, want to go down that path. But if you go on the road and you beat Clemson, and say, God forbid, you do it convincingly. God forbid you go up there and you win 27-10. to 10, And you dominate the football game. And you continue, and you run on that defense. Then, then I will come around to say, "Oh, we can run on anybody." Quite literally, we can run on anybody. If you go up there and run on that defense, because they are one of the best three defenses in the country. It's Georgia, it's them, and Michigan. Those three defenses are the best three in the country that I've seen. And I'm telling you, you go up there and run, and let's say you win that way. Yeah, we are going to talk about winning out. Yes, that we would. Do you have hope that they can run on Clemson's defense? Well, yeah, because I don't think they can throw. Okay. So sure, yeah, I have hope. Uh, Sean Tucker did go for a buck fifty. Eh. A buck fifty. I know, I know. I, I just with Syracuse's offensive line, and they did have their uh, Skalski in. Tuck, Skalski was playing. Yeah, Tucker is a really good back, uh, and and Syracuse did do a good job that game. That was a weird Friday night game again. I I don't know. We did a better job of stopping Sean Tucker than Clemson did yeah, as a run did. defense. We did. There there is yes, that was an outlier. It did happen. Yes, we didn't do a real good job of stopping the quarterback from running. He ran wherever he wanted to go. So uh, it will be very, very interesting to see uh, if we are able to run the football against Clemson here on the road, a place they always play well. Obviously, we know about the home record and, and the fact that they just don't lose games there. So there's a lot going on here. Uh, I do think we're not powerless. I do think we go up. I do think we go up there with a puncher's chance. I do think it would help an awful lot if Dylan Gibbons is able to go. Uh, I am fearful that he is not, and if he is not, I do think it has a major impact on our ability to run the football because he pulls and he's a major factor. We love to do that with our guards, and he is really good at it. So, uh, you know, buddy, I just I worry about that. What I find interesting just in, in watching Clemson defensively, and this might be a similar take to earlier in the week, but you can get to the edge against them. It's like the problem I have is if we run what what we typically do, I don't expect even with Gibbons being healthy for it to be consistently successful because I'm worried about those linebackers shooting the gap, getting downhill and blowing it up before we even have a chance. Because think about how long it takes for those runs to develop. I mean, go all the way back mm-hmm. to week one, Jay Sean Corbin's long touchdown run against Notre Dame. It's, oh my God, that's a tackle for loss. Wait a minute, there he goes. Mm. There he goes, and he's gone. I don't know that we're going to have enough time in order to run the ball like we like to with our standard two or three looks, where you are running gap or, or you're pulling your guards, whatever you want to call it, pin and pull. There's a lot of terminology. But what I have seen is when teams are successful running the ball against Clemson, they get right out on the edge. And I put that in the second part of the third length piece that's on warchant.com today. 
I wouldn't be shocked, especially seeing some of the formations we rolled out there this past week against UMass. Mm-hmm. It's vanilla, but you notice we had kind of like a double wing look. Yeah. You had both tight ends yeah. in the yeah, backfield. Yeah. No, I, I, was, I was like, I see you. And then on the goal line, you've got it spread out. It's the first touchdown. I, I forget who it was. It wasn't Rector, I don't think, but the escort for Jordan Travis basically whiffed on a block. But I feel like the speed option might be in play this week because when I see teams succeed running the ball against Clemson, it's to get to the edge on them. It's not necessarily to run between the tackles. And that goes against the reputation of you don't want to play a fast defense on the edges. It just seems like when they do give up chunk plays, it's more outside the tackle box. Yeah. But if we can run between the tackles, then oh. it's all open for business. Well, goodness gracious, it's Christmas if we're running between the tackles. I, I don't know. Uh, there's no evidence that suggests we're going to run between the tackles. I, I, not, not against this group. If that happens, I may take my pants off. I mean, I just get always. Uh, yes, always. always indeed. That's just it's a go-to moment. Hey, I'm in a good mood. I'm gonna take my pants off. We're out here running on Clemson right up the gut. <laughs> just looking at the stream, by the way, I like that we coordinated the gray and garnet look. Say, because you're rocking oh, yeah, the yeah, NFP hat. Yeah, look at us. And I've got the gray undershirt. That's nice. All right. Well, you know, I walked out early this morning, and when I did, I um, I felt that. Football wind hit me in the face, oh, and I went, ooh, 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 there they are, the winds. And I got excited. I was taking my boys to school, and I said, uh, all right, well, here's, here's what we got to do. And I, um, I went inside. I got the all-garnet Florida State first one of the year. Did something just pop? Did your shoulder pop? No. Oh, okay. No. I all slapped right. my leg. Oh, okay. That would have been a hell of a thing. Yeah. I'm getting old, but I'm not that old, Tom. <laughs> Things will just pop for I no mean, damn reason. I mean, they do. They do. But usually I have to be doing more than sitting in a chair right. talking. Well, it's not like you're 50 or anything. Right? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. People are ready to go. Um, I just, you know, it's funny. Against North Carolina, we said, we, we, I think we said it in passing at one point. We were talking about what would have to go right for Florida State, and we kind of commented about what we could do offensively. But when we talked about North Carolina's offense, one of the things that we said is, I know, who knows, maybe somebody has a bad day, maybe there's a couple drops. And it, and it didn't happen, right? Because other people are allowed to play poorly. That was part of the scout. Yeah, that was part it really of the scout. was. I mean, because, we actually said it. Because they did drop passes in the previous two weeks, and you're like, ooh, wait yeah, a they, now. Yeah, they, they had some slippery hands, and we were talking about that. Well, Clemson has a ton of drops this year. Uh, the tight end drops the ball like it's his job. He would drive me nuts. When I go back and watch Clemson, there are several moments where DJ makes a good throw. That dude just, he's a drop and a drop. And then even their stars yeah. have some drops where yeah, you're like... Gata has a few. Yeah, yeah. there's just a, been a few moments. Yeah. Now, they make spectacular catches too because they're great athletes, but Man, Ross only has one, but it was a bad one. Oh, it that was, was a the bad Syracuse one. game. Everybody saw. Everybody saw that game. Yeah, by the way. Every was, time I talk to somebody, yeah. they're like, "Well, it was a Friday night. Of course, I watched Clemson yeah. and Syracuse." Yeah, well, what else were you gonna do? Like, yeah, Ross yeah. has terrible hands. Like, well, he's only dropped one pass. Yeah. Now it was a big one. Yeah. Needed to catch that one, and he pretended he had an injury after, which you don't like. That's a sign of a culture issue. I mean, he rolled his ankle a little bit, but he went into the tent and he's like limping and walk, and he was on the field. They go to a TV timeout. Uh, losers limp, as we he's like to call it. He's yeah. back on the field within a drive and he's running full speed. Yeah, man, you like, just dropped the ball. Dude. Your ankle's not hurt. You just dropped Let's the damn go. ball. It happens. Yeah. No, I. So I, I was noticing that uh, Ryan said that. Well, Clemson's is not going to keep dropping balls. I don't know, man. I don't know. We we've said every week that we expect Clemson at some point with all these athletes to go out and make plays and score points. Well, they haven't. They just have it. At some point, they are who they are. And I would say when you get past the halfway point of the season and you're still not scoring, you've got major problems above and beyond 
the interior of that offensive line. There are other issues at play here, and I don't know how much they like one another. And one of the way, and we were talking about this before we got on the air, Tom. You and I were while traveling in on a phone call. I, you know, I said they don't seem to like one another very much, and I suspect they don't love the quarterback. There's some issues there that I see, but the receivers don't try hard for one another either. And reason I recognize that is that we, when we run quick game, think about the last two years. Well, before this year, I think about all the times that we've tried to run that perimeter stuff. And our receivers just get either bitched or they don't try real hard to block. Right. And, yep. man, that drives me nuts because that cannot work unless you are committed to putting your hands on somebody and making sure that you execute that block. Yeah. Clemson doesn't block. Their receivers don't block for one another at all, not even a little bit. Yeah, to a man, our guys try across the board. Remember Nooney Murray in the Orange Bowl against Michigan? Yes. Jimbo was ready to kill him yes. for not blocking and turning <laughs> dudes loose, and yeah. he ends up making the game-winning touchdown catch, and you're like, oh, man, wh- what do you do with this? Yeah. you got to roll him back out there because who you know, yeah, creates separation yeah, like that? Yeah. But to a man, I mean, you know, Kentron, uh, Poitier, mm-hmm. number 88 in your program, you wouldn't know it very often because we don't target him. But he blocks like a madman. He Malik does block. blocks like a madman. Yeah, man. They, they do. They Toa do. and Corbin for one another, and Trayshawn Ward get, get in the act. If it's not their ball, they're making sure that we get as many mm-hmm. yards as we possibly mm-hmm. can. I saw Pokey Wilson blocking downfield last week. Yeah. I mean, Cam McDonald tries well, to fi- put a hat on a hat. These are little well, things that add up. This is a battle of polar opposites. In some ways, that's a really good thing. Florida State, these guys play for one another. They play hard. They're doing everything in their power to try to have success. Now, part of that is complete and total buy-in. But also, they're not good enough, and they know that. The Jacksonville State game taught them that. They're not good enough to not do those things and expect to get a win. In fact, in order to win anything at all, unless you're playing UMass every week, you really have to be willing to lay it on the line for your brother. I mean, that this team's just not good enough. 2013-2014 team could. They could just sleepwalk their way into wins, you know, and sometimes it would take them two and a half quarters to decide, eh, we should probably start playing now. 13 chose not to, 14 did choose to sleepwalk. Yeah, so here's the deal. Clemson, it's weird. You look at that, you're like, oh, they don't they don't play hard for one another at all. They don't like their quarterback. The receivers don't care about each other. They don't block for one another at all. It's insane. But they are the much more talented team. They have way more talent than Florida State does. Uh, a, a lot more. And yet, that's why we always talk about this being the ultimate team game. That alone won't get it done. Just being the more talented team will not get it done. You've got to do other things in order to win football games. Again, unless you're playing somebody so physically inferior that you can literally go through the motions and win going away. Uh, that's what UMass allows for, but most teams don't. Yeah, what's interesting to me is... like. I watched again the Pitt game, and I saw Shipley and, and all the yards that he left out there, and he's going to be their starting running back with Kobe Pace out. And, I mean, it's it's upwards of 100 yards that are left on the field for simple things yeah, like tripping yeah. over your own mm-hmm. feet, turf monster, Weird and a drop things, wide yeah. open pass. And that scares me for this game because that kid is one cut and go. If we're not aligned correctly, then he can make you pay, and, he, and he's into the secondary. But the thing that the Pitt game and, – and Kenny Dillingham talked about this on Monday when he said that Clemson – is completely different defensively every single week, right? You know, depending upon the opponent, they look completely different because they want to stop what you do best. In the same way, Pitt defensively is nothing like what we are. I mean, nothing no, like what we no, are. Yeah. We may have man principles, but they literally press up and they put their guys on an island. Oh, they, they, they I, challenge I'd rather you. admire the way Pitt plays football. I'd I, like to get there. 
too. I'd like to get there, but that's not where we are this time. Yeah. So the hard part is while I'm I'm worried about some of the plays I saw left out there against Pitt, you almost have to throw out all of that tape. None of it's good. Oh no, you can't look at Pitt and say we'll do that because they threw the ball thirty nine times. Exactly. So Clemson's in turn Clemson's defensive game plan is completely different because Brent changes it week to week. And then when you look at what Pitt does defensively, that's not the same situations we're going to be putting our players in when Clemson's offense is on the field. The better tells earlier in the season. You know what? I I, I have to give Brent Vittables credit, and he gets a ton of credit, so I won't prattle on. But I watched his press conference this week, and boy, he's. He had a lot of nice things to say about Florida State. He clearly is impressed with this coaching staff. And it wasn't you know, just coach speak. He broke things down, talked about what he's seen that's different during the winning streak, and he talked about what a good job the coaches have done putting these kids in a position to succeed. So what he let me read between the lines there. He's saying, look, man, they stunk to high heaven. They were 0-4. They were on the the precipice of a collapse. And then the coaches found something and got those kids to buy into that something, and they have found ways to win games with guys that were the same characters who were 0-4. And that's good coaching. That's a turnaround mid-season. That means you got into their heads. That means you appealed to them, and also it means that you recognized, okay, we have this, we can do this. Let's stop trying to do all this other stuff. Let's just do this. Because he talked about how Florida State does what they do, but they do it really well. And so I, I think he was trying to send a message through the press to his players. Like, hey, man, I know you may look at the film and think, mm, one-dimensional, they started 0-4, they lost to Jacksonville State, great, so they pounded UMass last week, whatever. No, he was trying to let them know, no, no, they do this thing really well, this this. This thing, right? They and, do it really well, and it developed within the scope of that winning streak. Because we get to thirty plus points against Syracuse, which Clemson mm-hmm. didn't, by the way. But yeah. we get to thirty plus points against Syracuse, mm-hmm. and it doesn't look anything like how we played against North Carolina. Right, right. That's that, the amazing. They found part. it from that week to the next. It, yeah. that that week at practice, ding, 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 ding. This is how we have to win. Let's do this now. It also coincided with renewed health on the offensive line, so the, we can't get around that having those guys back kind of changed the outlook in the run game and then they leaned into it more because they were back and they went oh well this we can do this and Jordan Travis also got healthy and let's not forget that because this is a guy that was missing steady missing practice right yeah. and then he got healthy and ran with reckless abandon for the first time all year against North Carolina that's the thing that you can't have do-overs I get that and not even talking about Jacksonville State but um yeah the the game plan against Wake you didn't have a quarterback. They were doing the, the quarterback yeah, shuffle. It was, it was terrible. It was the hot hand plan. Maybe neither of them were healthy. I don't know. Yeah. But I would love to see this offense go against that Wake football team. I'm telling you, Wake is so beat up on defense right now. They just got done giving up 50-something points to Army. I, it, it's Yes, I would too. Now, I still think we'd give up a lot of points. <laughs> I, cause they it's can, possible. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think they might score on us. I, they've got a little something there, a quarterback and receiver. But I'm with you. And – I've been one of the holdouts on that weight game because six turnovers and two dreadful calls that screwed us when the game was still in uh, in, in, oh, in full competitive formative moments. Yeah, I mean it's just it's unbelievable, you know. But what are we doing? We're not going back there. We're not going back there. Doesn't matter what happened. Back but it's there. okay because yeah. what we're talking about is a team that, as we approach November, if it continues, I mean, provided the- D- November. Now- Oh, that's right. Thank you. Thank you. I should I should be fined. Yeah, yeah, Lee Sterling yeah. would hate me for well, not calling it we're November. We're going to have Lee here in a moment, but you yeah. can't reference November well, without yeah. 
throwing out dope. <laughs> He's got one Saturday and one Sunday left in October before we turn the page <laughs> to November. But uh, we're talking about a team that's approaching the back half of the season, and you might be able to talk about Florida State in a couple weeks like nobody wants to play the Knowles right now. And who would have thought we would have been there oh. when we were 0-4? Well, if Florida State beats Clemson, th- this will get to be a, a kind of a – a talking point for the national shows. Right. They're going to be like, because listen, who goes 0-4 and, and then turns around and goes 4-4 and with the wins that we would have at that right. point? Yeah, now, you know, only the, USF yeah. has done something similar, but they went 6-0 and and then 0-6, yeah. right? It was beautiful to watch, yeah. <laughs> it fell off a cliff <laughs> in, a, in a heartbeat. It's the Jeff Cambridge Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chat TV. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back guaranteed because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to make your car the mvp and bring home huge wins keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply it's like a dream it's got me up all night jeff cameron show 93.3 real talk radio war chant tv in a minute Lee Sterling, Paramount Sports, going to join us. Looking forward to it. Uh, those games, NC State, Louisville, Pitt, Miami, Georgia, Florida, Clemson, FSU, Tampa Bay, and the Saints. And then his game of the week is Auburn and Ole Miss, and he'll tell you how to get that. Could add in there the games that I'm interested in. You got any gut feelings on uh, uh, Georgia and Florida tomorrow? Uh, if you got, <laughs> If I took Florida, I'd want the hook. It was out there briefly at 14 and a half. And if I could have got the 14 and a half, I'd have taken Florida with the points. Um, but anything 14 or below, I'd take Georgia. So I'm not touching the game, not on my card. I'm not going to count on anybody to move the ball consistently well at all against Georgia. That is a group on defense that is extraordinary and fun, fun, fun to watch. I, I like watching that team probably more than I like watching almost anybody else play football. Uh, because it, there's a whole lot of old school in the way they play football. It's just nasty and very simple football. So Georgia's, Georgia's fun to watch. It's interesting, though, that you think that my, nobody might move the football that well tomorrow, given that LSU just dropped 49 on Florida. So you think it's a spirited effort? They're going to come back, circle the wagons? Because it could be quit watch well, if this thing gets be, a little... Yeah, it's, rivalry games, though, have a way of drawing out the competitor in you. Yeah, I, mean, we'll, I mean, I imagine they'll show up. That's a hell of a loss, though, to sit on for a week. Like you let LSU drop yeah. forty nine on you, and they still fired their coach. Uh, they were running a counter. They dropped right. forty nine on you because yeah. they ran a counter. I think George is going to try that. <laughs> Here's a counter. Here's another counter. Here's some more counters. Got that one figured out, there, boys. That was amazing. Lee Sterling, Paramount Sports, joins us now. How are you, brother? I'm I'm good. I'm better. I mean, yeah. you won a game. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It only took seven games to play a decent game. That's it. Well, I was surprised by the quarterback play. Yep. I was also surprised that NC State decided to drop 17 passes. That was unreal. Right. I've never right. seen so many drops in a game. Um, and, and why were they talking smack before the game? I don't know. It's weird. Why would you wake up Miami? Miami's right. uh, you know sleepwalking. It's weird. Um, I, I, I can't read Miami right now. That no. They surprised me with the effort, but I don't believe in them. I think they would have lost if that kid didn't drop six passes. Um, but 
they did play hard. So that's a step forward. So it'll be interesting. I want to hear your thoughts on that game in a minute. Let's start with NC State, um, who I think is a good team uh, and, and, and kind of laid an egg, obviously, taking on Louisville. Well, they, they always lay an egg somewhere. Mm-hmm. And then it usually snowballs. Uh, so I think they're playing a little above. They're playing as a team. And they really they don't have, except for that left tackle, they don't have many superstars. But uh, they're going to play a Louisville team in Cunningham that is a player running and, and, and throwing the football. And what they're going to have to do is uh, they're going to have to circle the wagons. They're now without their best two linebackers. Uh, good defensive lineman, good offensive lineman. These hits are starting to add up here. I don't see much difference in these teams here. I, I think this should be a two-and-a-half, three-point game here. I'll take Louisville. Wouldn't shock me if they win the game outright, something like 34-30. Yeah, I was on the Louisville side, too. I, I Yeah, I, I thought so, too. That's uh, too many points. That's weird. All right, so Pitt now, this line has moved all over the place. I, originally, when you sent out the, the picks, I think it was 11-and-a-half. I think it was down to nine. I, I don't know where it's at just now, uh, but Pitt, obviously, a two-score favorite against your Canes. Talk to me. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's sitting at nine, nine-and-a-half. So, obviously, some Miami money's coming in here. Mm-hmm. And Kenny Pickett. Do you know, you know what kind of uh, accolades he's getting there? If you look at Twitter, like every other tweet, when you type in his name, they've got his head on a Pittsburgh Steelers on Big Ben's body. <laughs> <laughs> think, about, think about what's going on at Pitt. Right. So hockey, Sidney Crosby's hurt. The baseball team hasn't been good for 20 years. Yo, I'm a Pirates fan, I know. Right, okay. Uh, and Big Ben... Last year, I mean, it's painful to watch him. So right now, I mean, he's pretty much Dan Marino Jr. in that city. So, uh, uh, and there's not much difference in talent except for quarterback. Miami's won five of the last six games, and they lost that game when they were undefeated that year, and they went up there and they were like in a fog. Mm-hmm. They could show up. I think Miami has the same athletes as they do. They've got some talented. Miami does. Underclassmen, they do some bonehead things sometimes, you know, uh, run into the kicker, late hits, things like that. But, you know, that's Miami football, you know, with these young kids. I think they're starting to grow up a little. I think Pitt wins the game 34-30, but I'll take the nine and a half. That's going to be a war, fun game to watch. All right, we get the cocktail party. Uh, Florida, as we were talking about before you came on, couldn't stop a basic counter. Uh, Georgia, I'm sure, knows how to run that. It'll be a fun game, but is it a 14-point difference? Do you think JT Daniels is going to start this game? Well, the, I talked to a Georgia guy this week, and they were leaning in that direction, but that was early in the week. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing, taking a lot of reps. I, I don't think it makes that much difference. Here's the thing. In the game last year, Georgia was up a couple touchdowns, and then Kyle Trask caught fire. So I think he got to throw the football here to be successful against Georgia. I don't know if you remember this. Georgia had three key defensive players out. Do you remember that? Yeah. And and that, they just, they tired. They had nothing left in the tank. So if you have to throw the ball against Georgia, can Florida do it? I don't think so. I mean, he can't even decide on the right quarterback. I would have played Richardson. Week one. Two. Week one. Week one. Week two. Yeah. So um, I I don't get it. They should have been fired up for LSU. That was the shoe game. They lost as a 23-point favorite in that game and and they showed nothing here so could i be surprised it's a rivalry game yeah but um i mean georgia's pass defense is out all three touchdown passes four total touchdowns uh they're 25 and 7 as a road favorite payback as a you know what 
No Kyle Trask, no shot. Georgia, 38-17. Oh, I like it. All right, so Clemson's a big favorite over Florida State. That's been bet down to 9.5. Knowles are on a three-game win streak. Obviously, we've all watched Clemson's offense, which is dreadful uh, and and mysterious. Uh, Obviously, they're having a hard time blocking in the interior. Now, the defense is still an elite unit. How do you see this game playing out? Defensively, but you know, there's, there's, you see a lot of guys walking around and hands on hips. Uh, I'm not saying they're not trying. There's just something different. I think some things are going on behind the scenes. I think uh, Brent Venables wished he would have taken some a job last year. I wish he would too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but the, you know what? Just the, the whole aura of the program is gone right now, and I think you know DJ four TD passes, and we're past the half point in the season. Uh, how about this? I was looking statistically. Well, they haven't covered a game at all. That tells you yeah. how bad the season's been. But their offense is on par, believe it or not, with Rice's statistically. They're 117th in total offense, 115th in scoring offense. So how do you lay nine, nine and a half points in that situation? Jordan Travis, he's playing with confidence. He looks like Charlie Ward Jr. <laughs> <laughs> um I like FSU to win the game outright, 24-23. Oh, brother. Yeah, yeah. Make it so. Speak it into the air. Let's hope it happens. Uh, Tampa Bay uh, taking on a familiar quarterback and one Jameis Winston. They'll do it on the road. Will the Bucks minus five. What say you? All right, so I don't think either team has played anyone. Would you agree with that? Well, we played the Cowboys. The Bucks played the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah okay. I'll give, Since then, kind of an easy schedule. Yeah, oh, very. Yeah, I don't think the Cowboys had found themselves yet, even though they played fairly well in that game. It turns out, yeah, the Cowboys are top five, top six team in the NFL. But I think without A.B., I think I don't think they're the same offense. When he came back last year, I'm like, he's got nothing left. He's done. And now this year I'm watching him. Doesn't he look like he's like 27, 28 years old again? Yeah, he looks fast again now. And that injury is, is troubling, but if, he, if he's getting right, then that's a, a scary proposition for defenses. And I, and I think that hurt him. If they were starting Richard Sherman, in the secondary, that just tells you how desperate. The- Richard Sherman was washed up three years ago. I mean, he couldn't move. If I'm New Orleans, I push the ball down the field, throw it up a bunch. I mean, they're going to commit uh, pass interference 30 35% of the time. That'll give you some big gainers there. I think their defense is pretty special, the Saints is. So I'm calling for the upset. I know you don't want to hear it, but I like Tampa Bay uh, to hang in there for a while, and I think New Orleans is going to wear them out, win the game 30-24. to be an interesting upset uh, and a frustrating loss if it happens. Your game of the week is Auburn, uh, giving a point and a half to Ole Miss, I believe it is. And uh, how can folks get that game? Just call 800-400-9741. We'll give them the game for free. 800-400-9741. And we're going to keep the special going. We started it last week for one more day. It's going to last until 12 noon. It's all five sports, college and pro football, Baseball, the World Series, and playoffs were 12-3. and three. At Covers.com, they have 37 baseball handicappers. We were under 500 at one point. We're number two right now. We're like 35 games above 500 since the All-Star game. And 12-3-1 in the playoffs there. Won both World Series games. Basketball in the NBA, I'm off to a 9-1 and one start. The only game I've lost was an overtime game where Charlotte blew it and hockey number one in the world, and USC. We have a card that starts at 10.30 tomorrow and also another pay-per-view next weekend. You can get 60, 65 plays for a hundo. A $100 bill. This is normally 
would sell for about seven eight hundred for all five sports. So you get everything, so you can try us out. And after that time, you decide which two, three, four sports you want to go with me. Ten days, we text you the plays each and every day. All five sports, hundred dollar bill. ParamountSports.com. Hell of a deal, Lee. Be well, good sir. Enjoy the weekend. I'll talk to you soon. Okay, Jeff. All right, take care. Lee Sterling, Paramount Sports. Real quick. He's got, uh, you know, I, I had Louisville as well. I kind of they're, they're playing pretty well right now. Well, the attrition for NC State is a real thing mm-hmm, too. That's mm-hmm. something we'll talk about a lot next week, I'm sure. Yep. And then he has Miami hanging in there against Pitt. We'll see. Uh, he's got George blowing out Florida. He's got Florida State outright winning against Clemson. Come on, man. I I know that it's awfully hard in reverse this week. Like a lot of fans will always think their team is going to win. Um. And 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 I'm you know you want that to be the case, or you certainly always want your team to win. But when I'm when a team when one of my teams is on the verge of perhaps being outright decent to good, and they haven't been, so that could be the Pirates, it could be whatever, right? I'm the last to jump on board. I think I've I've got the broken heart syndrome, right? And so I'm fighting this because in my I've had four or five people who are you know they're not Knowles, they don't care about Clemson, they're just football fans, or they root for a different team, tell me this week, like, oh, no, I think Florida State's going to win the game. And I'm almost like, you shut your mouth. You shut your mouth with Don't that you optimism. Don't put that evil yeah, on me. Yeah, it's like I can't handle it. I've had four or five people who, again, no reason to, you know, and they just say, oh, no, just watching the two teams, you can tell Florida State's going to go up there and win. I'm like, what? I don't see that, but again, I may be fighting a bias I, I, where I'm fearful that uh, I'm going to get my heart broken. I don't want to believe. <laughs> well, we've got more time to do that tomorrow, too, when we do the pregame starting at 2.30 right here on Warchan TV. The, um, the concern I have is that while Clemson in total offense and total metrics might be in the 110s and 110s, if you do look at the advanced metrics, they're somewhere closer to average. Yeah, they're somewhere closer to fifty. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, I have. And yeah. and they're dangerous. Well, you have to make the, the advanced metrics do a good job of adjusting for opponents' defense. Yeah, so correct. Yeah, yeah. Correct. But they still don't make the plays. Like you know, so they're yeah, at no, some point the result does become the story, not the process, because their process looks like they they should be scoring a hell of a lot more. It's, and you just don't want them to be the time bomb that goes off tomorrow. That's the, my one fear about this is game. Is that they get it all together here. But belief matters, well, and me, they don't believe in each other. Let me tell you something right now. If they get it together for this game in a big way, yeah, Adam's done. Uh, he's coaching for his job tomorrow. I, I, I believe that. Yes. I, I, I believe that. But I, he's also sitting on a one- or two-shot lead on a Saturday night into Sunday. Like, he'd have to blow the lead. He's ahead Cur- of the curve. Right. He's, he's, he's come not, around. He is not in danger as we speak right now, I don't believe, in, of being fired. Go give up 38 points to Clemson. And that sounds absurd because we would have said you're going to give up that much at a minimum before the season oh, started. easily, easily. And yet now we've seen what they are and how they've played. And, man. I just know how teams felt about us in 2014, 15, and 16. I'm like, well, at some point, those athletes, man, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, even though nervous. we had cracks yeah. in the armor and the Correct. foundation was a mess, and mm-hmm. you know, we had plumbing issues, and it was all, <laughs> it was all terrible. It was all terrible. It was a facade, but still, those athletes can go out and run it up on you. That's always going to be the fear, even if we get out to a lead tomorrow. It's Jeff Cameron, show ninety three three Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Tomorrow at 2.30, my compatriot over there on the other side of the glass will join me, and we will chat with you on Warchant TV, and it will be powered by our friends at Xfinity. 
We won't have any internet issues. We'll be all good to go because we've got gig speed. We're ready to roll. And if you want that, you need to give them a call today, 1-800-XFINITY, or visit Xfinity.com. Just drop into an Xfinity store for more details. There you go. That's the good news about any show you see, whether it's the Sunday Smash, which will be at 6 p.m. this weekend, 6 p.m. on Sunday for Halloween. We have a uh, special graphic for that as well. Mm-hmm. Where you, I saw you retweet that earlier today. Yep, yep. Or if it's the post-game show after the game, or it's a pre-game show tomorrow at 2.30, where we have updates from the stadium. We've got the staff up there at Clemson. They're en route today. Safe travels, everybody. Yes. It's all powered by Xfinity's internet. If we didn't have that, we'd be buffering. We'd sound like crap. The comments section would get very angry very fast. And we don't want angry people in the comments section very fast. We want people to come back, like, and subscribe to our channel. We want all those things, but none of that is possible without reliable internet. In this day and age, that's how people get their messages out there. And we're thankful to Xfinity for powering our home entertainment experience. 2.30 tomorrow, WarChan TV. What's your beverage of choice at that point? Oh, it'll be a waterish uh, beer. You know, Something light. Oh, well, I got a post-game show to do, yeah. man. And you never know. Those nerves might kick in. And I've been a fan for a long time and not had post-game duties. What happens is one beer becomes three, becomes seven. Oh, it and, happens, you know, and especially you're just, if, if you have a chance to win. Because it's a nervous habit. You're yeah. just like, oh, my God, <laughs> third and six, third and six, get off the field, get off the field. Ah! Yeah, you don't need that. So it's going to be uh, easy breezy, and hopefully we have some victory beverages on Sunday. Yeah, you could quote, uh, pseudo-quote Jameis there. Uh, Michigan, Michigan State at noon will start the day for me, by the way. I'm going to be watching that game very closely. I'm interested in that game. It's I been, see. It's been fun to watch. Uh, that wasn't on your card yesterday. No, but, I mean, I don't put all of my games on the Redemption Thursday card. Um, I put 10 that, uh, you know, I may have, to, what, what if I have 25 bets? Can't put them all out He's there. He's holding out on you folks. He doesn't um, want you to move the line. And also, uh, there are other types of bets. I, I was desperately searching. You know what? I'm so glad I trusted my instincts, my gambling instincts last night. I knew that for whatever reason, I hinted this to you yesterday. I'm like, man, I don't know. Aaron Rodgers is going to show up. I don't care who the hell he's throwing to. He's going to show up. And so I did not mess with the, uh, I did not mess with the uh, Green Bay-Arizona game last night, and I saw a lot of people had Arizona as part of a two-team teaser because Green Bay was banged up, Arizona's played great coming into the game, and they teased it down to zero so that you only had to win the game. And look at that. Your teaser has been blown to bits. That's a tough beat, though, if you play the uh, teaser and it's a straight. Well, I mean, they're in the red zone. What are we doing here? Gotta, A.J. Gotta, Green's got to turn around. That's a good throw. That's not on Kyler. That's on the receiver for not knowing what the damn play was. That's true. I'm just saying that it's, 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 it's not a bad process bet when you have the ball in Kyler Murray's I hands. With I don't bet against Aaron Rodgers very often. I don't know why you <laughs> yeah. would. Why would you do that? But you're he's just got, putting yourself in a terrible position. If you're in a teaser situation, it's a half point. No, but so you you're don't have a to winner. tease that game. You can pick other games. Don't tease a game involving, unless you're teasing it in favor of. I, I mean, I did that just a week ago. I teased Green Bay down to yeah. just having to win the game against Washington. I but fu- I'm going with them. I fully agree with you when it comes down to betting Arizona minus six and a half. Like, that's stupid, right? The play... I, yeah. You either need to have conviction to play, you know, Green Bay on the money line last night, or you have to be wrong and pick the minus six and a half for Arizona. But if you tease it down, that's good process right there. 
Aaron Rodgers didn't pick off that pass? No, but what I'm saying is that well, they were still in the game either way, so I was not gonna I'm not doing that. I, that game was gonna be close all day long. I'm not doing that. I'm picking these games where this is gonna be an ass beating. I'm teasing down that. That's we, the goal of teasing. This, yes. yes, let's go out there and just beat that ass. I've got it at nothing, but you know. I'm not, no. Don't tease a game where you're kind of like, well. Because if you think they're going to, I would have just bet them outright if I had to bet it. Meaning Arizona. Green Bay. Oh, yeah, yeah. I would have just bet them Yeah, outright. that's what yeah. we said yesterday. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, if you're going to, if you, if the you're biggest value. Be, yeah, yeah, the value is just betting Green Bay on the money line. Right, if you can get yes. plus 220 yes. with Aaron Rodgers, you take plus that's 220 with was, Aaron Rodgers. That was the yeah. value in that game. There was no other value. That was the one, and I, I didn't bet it, period. I didn't take advantage of my own advice, and I wouldn't have liked to have bet that game because I'd have been sitting there nervously. But yeah, again, Thursday night is so damn weird. I it mean, is, look at Thursday the past games distribution. Are always weird. It's yeah. like Aaron Rodgers played well, but look at the numbers. It's like, ugh, what an ugly game. Yeah, but, it, I mean, I, at least we had two teams that are legitimately good yeah. playing an exciting game at the end, and you know, a lot of times those Thursday night games, you're like, ooh, got a little Houston against the Jets, do we? Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Isn't it like Colts Jets next yeah, week? Yeah, I mean, it's like, like every time you look up, you're like, hmm, well, that ain't going to get it done right there. That's a, that's a toughie. It's the Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chat TV. Yeah, the gremlins are out. There's it's weird. all gone to hell. <laughs> Sometimes... The stuff that happens while we're on the air can, you know, bleed out into the uh, to the pro- well to the process between segments and then onto the air. I gotta tell you, I'm very disappointed with Spotify's on-demand playing capabilities. We gotta get cleaner here. You want you want to talk to them? Give them a call. Say, hey, Spotify, get it together, guys. What are we doing? Let me call one eight hundred Spotify's. Hey, what's with your play button? Let's tighten up your play Let's button. Get it going a little bit faster here, guys. This is not going to get it done. Yeah, I'm looking at uh, 17 points a game, basically. That's what Clemson scored. God, it's unbelievable. They're finding ways. They're finding ways to not hit 20 in regulation. Yeah, I Ryan said before um, that uh, he's the same way. He's he's like looking at this game, and he doesn't want to believe either because uh, his, his heart's been broken. Mine has too. I wonder if I'm not seeing this game as objectively in the right way. You know, most of the time you have to counter uh, your exuberance for your squad. That's I don't usually like to bet FSU games because of it. I, I I factor in that there's going to be a bias one way or the other with me a lot of times with FSU. Yeah, but in this instance, though, I think you're on the right side of things and not necessarily picking Clemson. I'm just... You know, it's equally possible that this could be a 10 or 14 point game either way. Yeah, I, I truly sure. believe that. I, I wouldn't be stunned if Florida State won 24 to 10 or Clemson won 24 to 10 or 30 to 17 or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm been, I don't think I'm being completely reasonable, unreasonable. No, I'm not being irrational about it. I just, there are too many people who, who, I, uh, whose opinion I value um, about football have, have kind of weighed in this week with me saying, no, oh, man, I think, I think you guys are legitimately going to go up there and win. And it's interesting because, I know when we're fading, I've always got a very good finger on the pulse of that, like before it happens. And it usually, and then that's because you're there, you can see it, you're, you're 
present every day. You're talking to sources there, and they're saying, yeah, things aren't right behind the scenes. And you can kind of first guess that when it's your team that you're covering. You know, they got problems, man. This kid doesn't like that kid. This coach can't connect with this group. They've got problems in the in the offices, and the coaches are infighting and all that. When that sort of stuff starts happening and you cover the program, it's a lot easier to say, oh, no, man, we got there's going to be some surprise losses this year. You watch. I don't have that at Clemson. I can't know that. I'm guessing it because it looks awfully similar to something I've seen here. And I sure hope that's what's happening there, but I just don't know it. And that's why I can't I, – I, I almost refuse to believe what I'm seeing with them. What I find interesting just in watching some of the games not named Pitt, because, again, Pitt doesn't do the same things. They're not going to generate similar looks. Looking at Georgia Tech and Syracuse principally, I'm seeing things that are wide open that I believe we can hit that Clemson's giving up, that their defense just misses on. And I'm thinking, man, can Jordan make that throw if it's that wide well, open? I the, think he can. If it's that, I'm not talking about a 50-yard bomb. I'm talking about a 15-yard slant that might go for 45 or 50 yards. If The best of all worlds here, Tom, is if this continues to develop to where the confidence in the pocket you know, he's only made a few throws where I've thought, oh, that's a step forward from the pocket. Yeah, and they're like five yards downfield. Yeah, field. they're little quick throws. It, it is a progression. It is, you know, second and third option. So that's rare for him, and I get excited when I see it. If that actually happens in a game on the road against Clemson where you're nearly a double-digit fav- underdog, uh, okay, well then – Magic has arrived, and we're just going to celebrate uh, the rest of these wins that Florida State's about to rack up. Oh, well, and there are scenarios. Maybe they can win you the Atlantic if Wake falls <laughs> apart. <laughs> well, they're all beat to hell. Let's hope it happens. Hour number two, fourth coming. Stay with me.